Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello and thank you for watching. And this is the uh, first ep- after our announcement of Everyone Relax. You're in the mm. new feed, hopefully. Um, if you haven't come across, please, please go. Well, if you haven't come across, how would you find this? You haven't yeah, already if you come, haven't across? come across, you're not <laughs> no, hearing no, no, this. You're hearing this. <laughs> the worst, the worst. Okay, if you're not, if you're not, if here, you're not here, where are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit rattled, Will. I'm a bit rattled. Yeah. We have to- because we don't, we, yeah, there's something that might be about to yeah. happen that we're still not Look, we're not 100% sure it's going to happen. We thought, anyway, how do we, how do we even okay. explain All right. what might happen? Okay. So well, is it going to be a surprise or do we tell people what we think is going to happen? Well, let's start. Okay. Like with, well, let's start with the like, planning I mean, for 500. So we wanted to yes. do something special for the 500. Obviously, we were changing the feed. Everyone relaxes now the feed where you can find all of our stuff. Yeah. So we wanted to, you know, do something special for the 500, do something special for us changing it over to everyone Yeah, relaxes. and so Mike the Third had a suggestion um, and he was like, how about I reach out to someone uh, to be a guest on the show? And we're like, who's that going to be? And he said, well, Russell Crowe. And we laughed that off. We well, we didn't laugh it off. We were, we were what was subdued in our response. I don't think we were overly enthusiastic. Or, yeah, and it wasn't anything to do with Russell or, or Mike the Third's ability. We just didn't think it was it was going to happen. But um, it was one of those things that we've speculated a lot. Well, we joked over about the it years. for the three hundred. We joked about having him on for yeah. the three hundred. That's right. But we never really honestly expect. Like, firstly. Has he even heard of the podcast? Yeah. That that's question number one. So, secondly, if he has, and he's never really sort of said anything about it to us, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Should we leave things as they yeah. are? You know, do you want to stir up the hornet's nest, or has he never heard of the podcast? In which case, Mike is breaking it to him, and we're going to get a cease <laughs> yeah. and desist immediately from Tofog Industries and. You're never sure that if, even though, you know, I think people who followed the journey of this podcast know that we, it probably did start as a little bit of like piss taking, but over the years, as Russell's grown, our affection has grown for Russell literally one heart at a yeah, time. He, he won, won us, us over, over as well. <laughs> like, and, we were, two, we were and, at least two and, hearts he won over. At, not at a time. Exactly. No, I don't know if it was exactly the same time, but he did definitely win us over. No. Actually, yeah, maybe the two of us. It was two, two hearts, hearts at a time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, so Mike yeah. had his uh, his contact, a mysterious mm. contact. In fact, yeah. Mike, is your is your mic on? G'day, g'day. So, oh, here's Mike. Hello, Mike. Uh, so, you said that you had a, a a contact, a deep throat, if you will, someone that you could a mm. secret uh, operative that you could reach out to Russell Crowe on our behalf. So, talk us through that. Well, I'm not sure I can say too much. Okay. Um, oh, is that, is well, here's it? what I love about this, Mike. Here's what I can tell you. Like, I, I, I like that you've got, like, our producer, Mike, has actually gone to the effort because Russell follows me on social media and occasionally we've exchanged a message and I could just pop on and, like, <laughs> ask him. And I also know. You're telling I me now. Know, yeah, I know. But I also know 
like Dan Illich yeah. did a bunch of yeah. work with Russell Crowe and Dan, um, you know, has arranged – Russell did a thing for us for Gruen that he voiced and uh, Dan arranged that. So I could have like reached out to Dan Illich and said, you know, I know that you've probably got contact details for Russell, but I could have reached out to Russell directly. But that didn't feel – that always felt like that's – crossing the line. Like Russell and I have interacted several times in the past, including two times where he's talked to me about how much he's liked various stand-up specials of mine that he's watched and never introduced Tofop into the yeah. conversation. And so in my world, I was like, you know what? Why if he doesn't want to bring it up, I'm not going to bring it up. Fair enough. <laughs> so you had your contact, Mike, and so um, was it a was it an email? Was it a, a text? How did you get the ball rolling? It was a yeah. it was a phone call and uh, a text message that was promised that would be passed on. And right. um, one thing during that that phone call with this with this person, they said mm. he said, you know, I can pass it on, but there's no guarantee if if he'll do it. And I said, why is there an issue? And this person said, he's Russell fucking Crow. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, that's what I think. We, I think that's what we were all taking into account. He's Russell fucking Crow and Russell fucking Crow does whatever what Russell fucking Crow wants to do. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And then I left it. I, I just mm. left it. That got sent into the ether. I trusted that got and, passed on. And I just on. want to know, but what so were you So what proposing? did you pass on? Yeah. What was the message? Yeah. The, the message was- oh, Hang on. I've got it here. Can I read it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is So this is what Mike- uh, the message that Mike sent to Russell's contact. Okay. You can do a voice? Uh, your your oh, yeah, voice? Do Mike's voice. No, yeah. yeah. To do what I do Mike's voice. I yeah. Don't have, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Go on. G'day. I'm Mike. <laughs> 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 no, Mike's got a great voice. I, I don't know. Mike's got no obvious kind of like easily uh, no hooks. Um, uh, on December 5, Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson <laughs> – are celebrating <laughs> the five hundredth episode of Tofop, named in tribute to your work, thirty odd foot of pod in brackets. Mm. We wanted to invite you on for a short <laughs> chat, it could be five minutes, to thank you for the inspiration behind the name and also because we're big fans of your work. Understand your schedule is tight. This chat could be done over your blah blah blah. Okay. That's that. So that's so okay. pretty So you've laid it on a bit like pretty well, I mean, don't get me wrong. You got a, that, that's the a yeah. right that's the right amount to lay it on, yeah. mm -hmm. but any further digging might just discover that it isn't just purely like I mean, yeah, there is some comedic back story to the the legend of Tofop and why the show was called Tofop, and mm. that Russell, you know, obviously, how sensitive is he around the name of the yeah. band? Like, is it some? Is our fascination with because the mythology of this podcast, Mike, is that we called it Thirty Odd Foot a Pod. Because we love that story of, you know, 30 odd foot of grunts and the ordinary fear, fear of God and them having the same logo. We think that's funny. But does Russell Crowe think that's funny? Like Russell yeah. Crowe might be really sensitive mm. about that. And are we just about to not to mention you like know, the the Russell Rock or you know or the artwork, yeah. you know, you know, that the Foz has done. Like there's certain things you just don't know how it's gonna mm. go. So that message was sent, what, Mike, about three months ago? Uh, end of September. Yeah. Okay. okay. And mm -hmm. we didn't hear anything, so that's fine. No. And even, that was it. We, we let it go. Where? We, we, I think we even had a, a production meeting where you said, "Look, we haven't heard back, so let's move on okay. without." Right? Which was fine. Yeah. yeah. Then we record the five hundredth, all done and dusted, and I get a phone call <laughs> from Mike, a very urgent phone call after hours on a Friday night, which is unusual. And Mike said, "Well, do you want to read the text you got?" This is the text I received. 
Uh-huh. RC here. You wanted to chat about a chat for Tofop? Question mark. <laughs> and so I was thinking, who who have I reached out for Tofop? Because we don't normally do interviews on Tofop. No, we don't have uh, guests. It's a Tofop, Tofop with friends or philosophy. So no. the only people I could think of was there were these Brisbane ghost hunters. Oh, that's who right. <laughs> was still. <laughs> I asked Mike to reach out to these ghost hunters for the unexplained <laughs> explained. <laughs> like one of them might be insane. <laughs> so... <laughs> and, and this, this, we we had finished the series months earlier, and yet. I, I, I was still in communication with these people where uh, they were they were they were deciding if they were going to come on, even though the series was was over. Yeah, and so I was thinking like, oh, I got to. I was this close to just assuming it was them and making some boundaries. Yeah, so I, but I didn't do that. I just said, sorry, could you provide more context, please? And the message I received back was two words: Russell Crowe. <laughs> So, see, that's Russell Crowe. I wish it had been Russell fucking yeah. Crowe. That's the only thing. If it just been Russell fucking Crowe. So Mike calls me and he says, look, I've got this text yeah. message uh, and he mm-hmm. forwarded it to me and he was like, do you think this is legit? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, we didn't discuss with anyone else having Russell on the 500th. I mean, A, they're going to have to get your private number and B, they're going to have to have mm-hmm. some knowledge. And if so, like that's a pretty amazing Scam. So that's when we looped you in, Will, and we were like, okay, so is this happening? Is it not happening? You know, can we make it work? Do we have enough time? So in the scheduling of that. Also, just for the record, we were done. Yeah. We were done for the yeah. year because we recorded the 500th, the, like all the velocities are banked, uh, the other, but like we'd, we were, we'd had a little shook hands, said to each other, see you again next year. We were done with podcasting for the year. But just when we thought we were out, Charlie, it dragged Russ us right dragged back, us back in, in Much like he has with this podcast. Yes. I mean, he has been the yes. talisman really that has kept us together for 500. So, I mean, Mike was, I think I was the most ready to believe. You were both a bit more skeptical. I think, I, I think you, well, M- Mike, you're the exact percentage you gave me with this is a 20% chance this is a scam. But I was like, I just feel like it's too, the, the scammer has impersonated the cool, calm demeanor of a Russell Crowe too well, like the RC, you know, the sort of simplicity of the text. But then the thing that really locked us in when you wrote back and said, okay, let's set up a time, is we'll send a link. And we'll send a link for Indoor Garden Party, which is Russell Crowe's current band. And that's when, Will, yes. you were like, that's definitely Russell Crowe. That's Crow. when I was like, it's definitely <laughs> Russell because I've had previous experience with Russell on the radio and it was a very similar thing. Part of the condition of coming on was, you know, that he liked to talk about his new project, Indoor Garden Party. Fair enough. Happy to, like, don't get me wrong, like happy to dance the dance, happy to have a good chat about Indoor Garden Party if we can get you on to talk about TOEFOP, absolutely. And i got to be honest, Charlie, also went and listened to some Indoor Garden Party because I was like, like preparing yeah. for, yeah, like today I'm like, you know what, if we're going to get Russell Crowe on, and I guess that's what we're building to, to everyone is there is a chance within the next however long we are talking, <laughs> we are waiting at the moment <coughs> Uh, for the uh, red light in the studio or whatever. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably just Mike's phone yeah. or something. <laughs> it's going to And he'll get through. But, but there is a chance that Russell Crowe is going to be calling us today. And so currently we are – like I've, I've brushed up on all my toe fog history yeah. just in case it goes to any of those sort of places. I have 
like been watching Indoor Garden Party. Really quite enjoyed the new single, actually. Mm. Honestly, sounds like it's got a good old jangly rock and roll feel to it. I watched like, a video essay last night on uh, the Nice Guys saying how it's like an undiscovered classic and his performance is, is one, of the, you know, one of the best you know, performances of the last 20 years by, by an actor. So we've, we're sort of deep into the, the Russell Crowe lore. And we should point out- Well, the other thing is I realised as I was doing this, sorry, yeah. which was that- you know, there was an episode we did about uh, Keanu Reeves mm. uh, recently and how I'd become friends with Keanu Reeves. And we mentioned in that I said, is Tofop my dog star, <laughs> right? Like, you know, this project that I yeah, love. Is that, like, insult to me, but runs- yeah. Yes, I mean, of course it is, but it might be your dog star as well. Like, I mean, in the grand scheme of both of our lives, it might be both of our dog stars. But then I realised, of course, that I'd missed the most obvious thing is Tofop is our Tofog, yes. right? Like in the way that Tofog is clearly Russell's music has been passion. this great passion throughout his life that regardless of it maybe not necessarily being as successful as, um, you know, like the success that he's had in acting, it's just been this thing that like is in his veins and that he loves to do. And I, when I like thought about it like that, I was like, it just gave me this great new appreciation for Russell's music as well because it clearly is a passion mm. of his, right? It is this thing that he has continued to do right through, regardless of it never, you know, becoming like the biggest thing in the world. And I was like, it's so funny that we called our podcast after that because in a way that's what this is to us yeah. as well. Like Tofop <laughs> is our Tofog and Tofog is Tofop. We incepted ourselves <laughs> without even realising it. I know, right? Now, do you think he's going to call? Uh, like that's, I mean, that's the big question. I know. I'm, I'm a believer. I think you're. I, a believer. I think. Yeah, I think he. Will I think too. he's definitely going to. I think if it's gone, this and far. also like if it, if we are being pranked, like a yeah. who's the pranker, like and why? It's not like we're Hamish and Andy, or you know, like <laughs> uh, Kyle and Jackie O, or someone that you know. You, this is going to be like it's a. You're not going to be surprising that many people, but I also just think that. Is there like a popular prankster who does impressions though? Like, like Lee, could this be guy? like a Guido, a Guido Hatz's yeah. style? <laughs> you know? well, I think like Nick Kappa suckered us in. Like when, oh, is this phone yeah. hacks? Are we going to appear on an episode of phone hacks thinking that we're talking to Russell Crowe? Is it like just Tony Martin playing clips of Russell Crowe down the phone or something? Well, yeah, this is like every prank or com- comedian or Instagram comedian at the moment. It's normally just two guys with mullets. That seems to be like the yes. formula. Two guys with, two, are we about big, to be stitched by two guys up with by two guys with mullets <laughs> for their prank show? Two guys with yeah. mullets. <laughs> what you guys don't realise is Charlie and Will, these old guys <laughs> with their pretend radio show, think they're about to talk to Russell Crowe. <laughs> He's calling. Oh. oh. Oh, okay. hang on. When okay. I when I Perfect. answer when I answer you are going to yes. hear me. He can't hear you. Okay. I'll say something okay. like All right. uh, connecting you now and okay. then over to you. Okay. Okay. We'll okay. know. One second. Great. G'day, Russell. Hey man, how are you? Good, thank you. Thanks so much for for calling in. Is that Mike? It's Mike here. Yeah, yeah. Great to hear yeah, from you. Mike. Okay, I'll put you through now. You're with uh, Will and Charlie. Thanks, man. Hello, Russell. It's Will. How are you, mate? Good, Will. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, thank you. And Charlie's here as well. G'day, Russell. How you going? Hello, Charlie. 
thanks for doing this, mate. Um, so cool. we had—I don't know if you know—but we just recently had the 500th uh, episode of our podcast, which is called Tofop. Isn't that fucking amazing, man? <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> I mean, that's just fucking fantastic. 500 episodes. Some would say unexpected. I don't think, man, I don't think cool. anyone who listened to the first 80 episodes probably didn't think we'd get this far, Russell. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, I, I bet when you first did it, there's no way in the world if somebody said, by the way, in a minute you'll be doing your 500th, you wouldn't have bet money well, on it. Well, we probably wouldn't have named the, the podcast Toph Off if well, we thought we were going to get to 500 because we've been explaining that title. <laughs> <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing of, of giving something a shit name. Now tell us, were you aware of our podcast? Did you know that it was so? It was originally called Thirty Odd Foot of Pod because we thought when we started podcasting that you had to put the word pod in the name and title of your podcast. So we thought that was a good name. But were you ever aware of our podcast? Well, I was, yeah, because I, I uh, see you on social media a lot, so I, I saw it when it first came came up. Uh, when you say that you originally named it, have you renamed it using the same letters? Well, we now call it TOFOP, like the abbreviation. But it, like, I think basically when we first – one of the things that first attracted us to the name was that it was kind of a legendary thing that you had had not only 30-odd-footed grunts, but you'd already also had the ordinary fear of God, which were both right. TOFOP. Is that right? Yeah, because that's what the, the people who used to come to see the band would call the band. You know, it was, you know, how what this habit we have in Australia where if you don't have a nickname, nobody right. cares about your band, right? <laughs> so at first, the nickname for the band was right. the Grunts, right? And I was cool but with that. Right. Okay, that sounds all right, you know? And then next thing I see, like, Fans are turning up to shows in America with toe fog written, which just sounded freaking awful. Right? Well, that's actually. <laughs> but it was it was also the lettering that we had on our road cases, right? So right. I knew where they got it from, right? But anyway, so people started calling the band toe fog. It's like that just sounds terrible, but uh, you know, it was a, it was one of those names when I came up with it. It was just a momentary thing. I was doing. ADR on a movie called Virtuosity. ADR is analog dialogue replacement. If you, um, you know, if you're shooting and a plane goes overhead, then you might have to redo that line of dialogue in a recording studio some months later. And there was a lot of fight sequences in Virtuosity. And I'm in, I think it was Paramount Studio. They give me the sheet of what I have to replace today. And one of them, you know, between this time and that time, was, and that was written on their 30 odd foot of grunts. Oh, and I just thought that yeah. sounds <laughs> there's something about that. Anyway, <laughs> so I brought it up with the guy that I used to write with back in the day, and that's that became the band name. You know, we'd actually been playing shows in Sydney for about three years before we came up with a name for the, that particular band. And did anyone ever shorten it? Like when you're doing press or or a chat show or anything, did they shorten it to Toe Fog, or was it always Thirty Odd Foot of Grunts? Well, people started using that uh, a lot, yeah. But uh, the main shortening was the Grunts, which was you know cool but uh yeah people brought it up as, as that so how's Topar going <laughs> well i'm interested russell in like when you transitioned from grunts to ordinary fear of god though like the, the, what what was that thinking of keeping the initials and coming up with a new band name well i, I wanted to put a cap on 30 or 40 grunts in terms of the band we'd actually been together longer than people realized that you know that band sources all the way back to 1984 uh and then 
you know, it had transitioned through a couple of different names. It was originally called Roman Antics, um, oh, yes. which is a prescient weirdness, isn't it? <laughs> you know? um, so, um, and then, in you know, by the time we're playing in Sydney and doing gigs here and everything, we just sort of wanted to come up with something that, that you know, felt original. I mean, you know, what do you do with band names? I'm probably responsible for some of the shittest band names ever, but, you know, <laughs> once people know the music, it transcends the name of the band That's right. anyway, you know what I mean? Pearl Jam means nothing. So, um, but I, cha- I changed it until you love the music, right? And then it means a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so that transition was, it was, <laughs> there's two things. One, to have something you know, a new umbrella to stand on, the type of thing. But two, as I said, all of our uh, all of our flight cases are already painted with toe fog. <laughs> and I actually, you know, I've got a bent sense of humour. I thought it was a funny thing to do. Nobody else thought it was it as is. funny as I did. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we we did. We thought it was as funny. That's why we called our podcast after it. Well, there you go. I've got I've got a fan base of two. <laughs> The, the rumor I'd heard was it also saved you on merch production. You didn't have to change too much of your toe fog merge. Is that is that right? Well, see, this is the thing you get. This is the problem, right? When you do as many interviews as you have to do in my day job, right? It gets to a point where your humor right. can be very dangerous. So if mm. if you see me say okay. that, you know I'm joking, right? <laughs> but the next person down the line, in black and white. It's like, gee whiz, what a cheap prick. You know? <laughs> so when it came to indoor garden party, the 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 new band, and I, I've got to say, I was just I've been listening to the latest single. It is an absolute corker. It sounds it's got Thanks, that man. like just great rock and roll, like feels like really black crows and just like loose and fun. And um, when it came to naming the indoor garden uh, party, was, were you <laughs> in charge of naming again, or was that suddenly the group were just like we're all gonna we're all gonna go in on this one? Well, it's, it's it, this is this is about to be a series of complications you might not not have wanted to hear. But um, I was riding a lot with a, a Newfoundland guy called Alan Doyle. Mm. And in Newfoundland culture, you know, when the pubs close, you know, everybody goes around to somebody's house and invariably they go to the kitchen, right? And Newfoundland is one of those cultures similar to Ireland and and you'll still find this in places in New Zealand as well, where the guitar is a talking stick, you know what I mean? So you Mm -hmm. sit in a kitchen with 20 people that you don't really know and the guitar goes around the room and everybody's got a song. And it's just an incredible experience to have. And so uh, Indoor Garden Party was a sort of play on this kitchen party idea in Newfoundland, you know. And plus, because it's not very often you can be in a garden in Newfoundland. So it was, you know, it's an umbrella over a bunch of different people, depending on who I'm riding with and who's available. Mm -hmm. The first phase of Indoor Garden Party was me living in Australia, Scott Grimes living in Los Angeles, Alan Doyle living in Newfoundland, Samantha Barks living in London, and uh, Carl Falk living in Stockholm and Sweden. So as you can imagine, rehearsals were a bitch and getting everybody's <laughs> big gigantic careers to align became more and more difficult. We started off with a bang, you know, 2011, 2012, we did a whole bunch of shows, but then uh, there was a gap before we did some more shows, 2014, there's another gap. Uh, I think all the way to 2018 before we did 
other shows. And that's all based around how difficult it was to get these people on the stage together. They're all monster performers, man. Those, that group of people I just listed are all amazing. I mean, Samantha now has gone on to have this incredible Broadway and West End career. You know, big voice people. Scott Grimes is um, the kid on American Dad. You know, who breaks into song every oh, now and then? People flew, flew, flew out. That's he can. Mm-hmm. He's such a beautiful singer, you know. And Alan Doyle is was part of Great Big C and in uh, Canada. He's had you know twenty year career with them, and now ha- has another act called the uh, the Beautiful Band, and that they're doing really well. Um, it was just too big. It was too many elements. So around about two thousand eighteen, I started sort of thinking, well, maybe I should ground this again because the other thing that happens in that situation is that more and more I was writing for everybody else's voices and not really writing for me. And it was probably a really good phase to, for me to go through as a, as a songwriter because trying to serve somebody else, you know, it, it's a different energy than just looking after yourself sort of thing, you know. So I actually felt that some – I do feel that, that some of those songs that I've written on the first Indoor Garden Party album, which is called The Musical – are some of the best songs I've ever written in my life, you know. Uh, and I was really trying to aim to, you know, perfect a pop song or something like that, if, if you understand what I mean. But now with this new um, group of guys, you know, I basically just call back old markers, you know. So some of the musical relationships in this band are 30 years old. You know, the drummer, Dave Kelly, he was in uh, 30 Foot of Grunts and, and in Ordinary Fear of God, same with the trumpet player Stu Kerwin, Stu Hunt, who was in uh, Ordinary Fear of God, the keyboard player, the uh, guitarist Chris Camzellas toured with us in 2006, and James Hazelwood, the bass player, he's the youngest guy in the band, but already it's been four years. You know, so, um, and this um, edition of Indoor Garden Party is much more grounded in the kind of pub rock and roll stuff that I started off with, you know. So I've sort of – I'm not trying to write the greatest pop song in the world anymore. I'm sort of back into sort of just expressing stuff that's going on around me, stuff that I, I see or witness or experience, you know. Um, and it's just a lot healthier because we see each other all the time, you know. So if it's not for recording or rehearsing or whatever, it's playing tennis and hanging out. So it's much more back into – the feel of a, of, uh, of a little gang, you know, a proper band. And is anyone shortening it to IGP? Is that, is that going on like the, uh, the, the amps or the, the instrument equipment? Yeah. Yeah. You are IGP? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's happening. IGP is what people call it generally. Yeah. Oh, so does that mean we have to change our podcast name to indoor, <laughs> indoor garden podcast? Well, internationally gargantuan. <laughs> pop, of course. <laughs> Well, Russell, we like we are super appreciative of the fact that you've chatted to us for this, and we're super appreciative of the fact that over the five hundred episodes of this podcast, you have not sued us. That's the thing. We we're, were waiting for the phone call at some point. The cease and desist. No, I think it's uh, I think it's incredible that you started off with this like little idea. And that you've grown it and you've nurtured it. And 500 episodes of anything is a massive freaking achievement, man. So well done. Uh, thank you, mate. Well, you've been a big, big part of it, Russell. I think you, we have um, an amazing artist who does unique artwork for every single episode we do. And I think you've featured 
in about four of them. In fact, I believe there was an exchange where he posted one of the images he did, which was, you know, you know that. what I'm that was, talking that was, about. Yeah. But that was something I just... <laughs> I, said, I don't think you've got the nose right. And he came back with a face yeah, mask. nose bra, perfect, I, I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> nose bra, yeah. <laughs> oh man russell thank you so much mate we super appreciate the fact that you've um jumped on on with us today and we yeah we, we wish you all the back and we know uh, the best and we all know and indoor garden party you're doing some gigs as well right over the summer yeah well we had a we've had a huge year this year we started we did a couple of shows just up in coughs uh at uh, the beginning of the year and then that led to a tour across four countries so um, I think that tour we started for 167 payers on a wet Tuesday in Byron Bay and finished uh, for 15,000 people in Carlo Bavari in the Czech Republic. Wow. And we went to Malta, we played in Rome, we played in Bologna, uh, Catanzaro, Taranto. It was very cool. And we played Queensland, we played New South Wales, played uh, uh, Victoria, also did a show in Canberra and the Prime Minister rocked up. So that was cool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it's been a big year for music, and uh, this single's out, and we've pretty much we we thought we actually had finished recording uh, our album, but the tour brought out a whole bunch of new stuff. So we went back in the studio as soon as we got back from the tour, and um, we're now looking at how and when that comes out. So it's uh, it's all uh, it's a very good vibe with this band. Well, interesting, Russell. Uh, Will and I have started doing live shows, live tofops again. So maybe in some universe there'll be an opportunity for the indoor garden party to have an obscure podcast team up live on stage. And I mean, I I would love to play in front of fifteen thousand people in in the Czech Republic. I don't know about you, Will. <laughs> yeah, they really really dig out what AFL a great audience, man. They were fantastic. Yeah, and the cool thing about the internet is that that everybody just goes out and discovers the music. So we're rocking up to places and playing shows that we've never been, like never played before, never even been before. And you're looking at the audience and people are singing along with a song that they found on the internet. So it's great. Russ, I know you've got to go, but I do want to ask you about why, like, the, so the great passion for your music, clearly, it's been there, like, right through your career. Like, from when you first started out, you've always kept, like, despite being one of the most renowned actors in the history of acting, you've just, you know, you kept, like, this passion for music. Was it just super important to you the whole time to say this is part of who I am or was it the social aspect of it or is it just something inside you that needs to get out? Why did the music just stay such a consistent part of that journey? That's where I'm from, Will, you know, um, and it's, you know, some people have a history that, you know, they, they go to theatre school, they blah, blah, blah. You know, I didn't get to have that. I didn't have a that kind of middle-class upbringing where there wasn't a need to earn a dollar, you know. So I come out of high school and I do the thing that's apparent to me, you know, and which is I can, you know, play a song, you know, so I start working in clubs at a very young age, like 16 or something. I was doing my first um, uh, uh, residency at, at clubs and it sort of built my career comes from that sort of stuff, you know, whether it's playing in, in nightclubs or in pubs or, or even busking on the street to then get it into stage musicals. And then somehow stage musicals took me to movies, which is, it's just crazy to look back and, and think about it because it's not a normal trodden path, you know. But you see often, you know, where actors have had some success, like an Anthony Hopkins or whatever, with film, and they want to go back and they want to do, 
you know, a play on the West End or something because that's their roots. That's where they come from. So it's the same type of thing for me, but my roots is not in, in the theatre as such. My roots is in pubs and playing clubs, you know. So that's, um, you know, there's just a danger to it every single time you do it that cannot be replicated. And that's also the place. It's on that stage, Will, that that's where all of those characters that I've been playing in a funny way, that's where they come from. You know, that's sort of like things you witness, people you see in a crowd or whatever. They just they're in the back of your head somewhere. So when you're sitting down and working out how you're going to approach a character, those people can populate what you're doing. You know, and sometimes you know, it's just odd when I'm the the most busy, focused on a character that might have a myriad of complications. That's when I'll start to also to write songs. You know, so it's kind of. The, the, to me, there's nothing I can do about it. The two things are locked together, and that's just that's the way it is. Uh, Russell Crowe, thank you so much for joining us today, mate. Charlie and I couldn't be more wrapped that you've taken the time to have a chat to us on our little podcast, and, uh, yeah, we're just um, super excited that Thanks, you joined Russ. us today. Couldn't thank you more, mate. Cheers, John. All the very best. Well, uh, <laughs> it was Russell Crowe. Oh, that wasn't a prank. Up. I mean, if it, it was, was a, prank, a prank, incredible. Because we impression. fell for it. And also that prankster knows a lot about indoor garden party. And all the members yeah. of, yeah, if the prankster has done a deep dive on the 95 people who've been involved in the indoor garden party at some point, they have done a great job. Uh, it was just uh he was in great form. Yeah. I mean, that is the Russell Crowe that I think that we have come to uh, yes. love uh, on this show. That, that That's how our, our two hearts were one at the same time is that version of Russell Crowe. Um, interesting, though, like we joked about the merch, the yes. Tofog merch. I mean, we perpetuated that, 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 that misconception that it was a joke on his part. Yeah, 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 no, definitely what he was saying. Some people took it that seriously. I was like, yeah, yeah, we did. We totally spread that <laughs> everywhere. That was us. <laughs> we were the people who <laughs> 100% mostly me. Like even when we say we, you at least did most of your damage inside this podcast. I have told the yeah. story of why it's called that on every major media organisation <laughs> around the world when someone asked me. So it's definitely been me. The, 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 but I – Man, he was so fun. Like uh, the fact that he'd heard about it and like I yeah. figured from the Foz interaction over the yard that he had at least some awareness, right? But I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. And you imagine that if you're him, if you see the T-O-F-O, yeah. you immediately get it. I mean, you're, I mean, would yes. you, well, yeah, no, but like, but it's, we don't, it's not called 30 odd foot of pod, it's TOEFOP. Mm -hmm. And so do you think he was guessing what the piece stood for for a while? Oh, I mean, at some stage, he's got to have. 30 odd foot of. You can't live in a world where you're completely oblivious to it, right? And if it, if your yeah. thing's called toe fog so and something he, pops he, he up and says toe fob, well, you probably would just to make sure it's something that, because he seemed to be fine with it, right? Was That, that was the. Yeah. The vibe. Yeah. That's certainly the tape we're going to play in court. <laughs> if ever. <laughs> it's like, it sounds pretty cool. Well, with actually. That. I didn't think – well, he didn't say he wouldn't yeah. sue us, he, but he's, he didn't seem to have a problem with it. So no, I think, yeah, and we're in the clear. So I far. mean, also didn't have – my big fear was that he wouldn't enjoy the joke, that he would think it was like a mean joke. But he seemed to have quite a good sense of humour about 
the original names yeah. of the his own bands and then of the podcast as well, right? Yeah. And I guess it's kind of like we now get to carry that mantle forward, the 30-odd foot of. I mean, do you think it becomes a legal issue if we start like franchising, if we start like side businesses that are all 30-odd foot of blah, you know, 30-odd foot of detergent, 30-odd foot of bath soap, 30-odd foot of blankets, 30-odd foot of then his lawyers would be like, all right, you guys need to reel that back in. I mean, if we only went with things that started with G, 30-odd foot of garden hose, 30-odd foot yeah. of grapefruit or whatever, you know what I mean? Like- 30-odd foot of grapefruit. <laughs> 30-odd foot of garden hose makes sense because it's measured by yeah. length, but, like, I'm pretty sure fruit is recorded by weight. <laughs> 30-odd foot of grapefruit. How much, how much grapefruit would you like? 30-odd foot. <laughs> Yeah, 30-odd yeah. foot. <laughs> uh, no, it was excellent. Yeah. It was everything I was hoping it was going to be. I was a bit I was a bit nervous knowing that it was coming up. A, like, the, you know, if it was going to be a prank, it was going to be a huge letdown. But B, just like, is he going to be annoyed? Oh, yeah. Or is he, you know, are we going to have to – or he hasn't heard the podcast mm. or he was just out promoting indoor garden party and this is just like another breakfast radio team that he has to kind of like sell tickets for or, or whatever. But he, he was charming and, and wonderful and generous and everything that I was hoping he was going to he- be. Was more than I. We deserve, we deserve. <laughs> exactly. I honestly thought, oh fuck, we fucked this. We're going to ruin the podcast. Like the minute the call got put through, I was like, what are we doing? Why are we making him aware of this thing that we've got away with for five hundred episodes? Like, what are we doing? But yeah, he was in because the other thing that we didn't mention in the intro because the phone call came through was that we had been warned that it might only be five minutes. You know that he didn't have yeah. a lot of time. So. There was a couple of times in there where I was sort of like giving that permission to like wrap up, but he seemed to be happy to yeah. you know stick around and have a chat, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were doing the equivalent of just like pointing to your watch, Russell. Yeah. I think yeah. you, I know you. you know yeah, you got to go. be. No, you got to be across town. You got to drive there, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too much information. Uh, but so yeah. great. What a wonderful way wow. to kick things off the, the everyone relaxed era of, of So next off. week, um, Keanu Reeves will be on the show and then the week after The Rock. So welcome to that will, the People's Podcast. <laughs> Take that. Now we've got an in. Now we've got an in. Like surely yeah, Russell would be just a hop, skip, a hop, skip and a jump to, to, to Keanu yeah, from Russell. That must have there'll be a crossover somewhere. We'll get Russell yeah. back and we'll we'll get him to for the to, thousand to episode this. and we'll get him to bring Keanu. Well no, before that he can do the the Keanu <laughs> fan fiction we're, we're planning. <laughs> it can be part of the strategy meeting. <laughs> oh, oh wow. okay. Well that was a very unexpected and a very exciting bonus tofop for everyone. Um uh, thank you all for uh, getting us to the 500 episode but uh thanks oh, uh, I especially mean, to, to the Mr. great with the greatest friend of all. Russell Crowe. Yeah. I mean, come on. Russell Crowe. <laughs> Friend of the show, Russell Crowe. We don't normally have guests no. on TOEFOP, but we'll make an exception. And thank you. To, yes, thank you to Mike, which I think winner. is what you were about to say, the brilliant producer Mike who's uh, made all this happen and to the secret contact who put us in charge, in uh, in contact with Russell Crowe. And God, I'm, I actually have lost the capacity to speak words, <laughs> like <laughs> even to my normal piss week level based on the fact that I think we just had a conversation. It's always been for 13, nearly 14 years, Charlie, we've lived in this world parallel to TOEFOG, right? Like we knew mm. these things both existed we knew there was this, like there'd been moments where it felt like there was the crossovers, as we mentioned in that the art and 
you know, the fact that Russell follows me on socials, there was things that I was like, oh, he's got to have seen, be, be aware yeah. of it at the very least. But but now we've talked, we've we've said it. We've we've talked about yeah. it out loud. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we invoked him. And and what I also love is that like Mike, who set this up, uh, was also the most skeptical. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, careful careful what you wish for. And also, don't doubt your own powers, mm. Mike. Who else can you land? I've never been starstruck, maybe once before in my career. It's not something I've experienced, but that text and that connecting that call, that was full-blown starstruck. I just couldn't believe yeah, it until amazing. it happened. Well, you've got his mobile yeah, yeah. number so now, just so if you die, prank, you guys don't become yeah, best mates. Yeah, him all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas messages. Right. Hey, Russ. <laughs> just watching Gladiator <laughs> again. Russ. Good film, mate. Pope's Exorcist is awesome. How you doing, Russ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a lot of Merry Chris <laughs> Russ. <laughs> just like <laughs> 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 and to all our listeners, Merry Russ. Christmas Russ, to you as well. I think that's a good point as any to leave it. Uh, thank yes, you all thank again you. for getting us to the 500 and plenty more to come in 2024. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Yeah.